Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth. May or not be funny, rude, or downright stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. Ding ba dong, you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the China Jedi Podcast, Episode Nine. We're recording live, as always, from Huafa sixty-eight, sitting above the beautiful Pagoda Lake on a Saturday afternoon. Not a Sunday morning. It's a special one, but it's still not too late. Situated in the heart of Zhuhai City, mainland China. Nestled between Macau and Hong Kong. Yes, I'm your host, Chris J. Bradshaw, and as always, my co-host today is Anthony Benton. Yeah, not as always. I mean, sometimes you might not be here for sickness or something like that. So well, I, no, I say... managed to hobble here on my you crippled did. ankle, didn't I? All in good time, Anthony. <laughs> and listeners, we're very lucky um, to have with us today uh, another special guest, weighing in at 142.1 pounds. None other than the fitness queen of community health. It is Karawitzki. Karawitzki. Hey, Anthony. <laughs> that's, that's close. That's an interesting. Yeah, it's what ski. What ski? What ski? What, what are you was... doing? I'm going skiing. What ski? <laughs> <laughs> What's the origins of that? It's actually German. It、okay. should be said Wutzka. Wutzka. But we're Canadian in my family, and it's very long time ago that we were in Germany. It's、so、changed. It's, it's changed a lot. Wutzki. Interesting. It's quite interesting meeting German people, and I say my last name. They like to make fun of you. Because <laughs> <laughs>、oh, they, they still recognize back in Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not a common name. name, but they recognize it. They, they so they it, correct they you on、so, your pronunciation. Yeah, they kind of giggle at me. <laughs> Does anyone come up to you and say, "Hey, what's up, Wutzki"? Uh, yeah, a lot actually. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's put that together. Works, what、yeah. like Bugs Bunny? You like that, Anthony? They don't call me Bugs Bunny. No, no I meant like asking <laughs> what's up. <laughs> okay, moving on from Bugs Bunny then, Cara. Yes, it's lovely to have you in the studio today. Thank you.、Um, you've come all the way down from Guangzhou to see us,、yes. um, not just, of course, to see us.、Uh, tell us first of all where you're from. Obviously, not Germany, as alluded to there. And what brought you to China? When did you come to China? And what do you do? Sure.、Um, I am from West Coast Canada,、okay. and I came here in 2002. Actually,、um, I'd lived in Australia、um, beforehand, and when I got back to Canada, I was a little bit bored, to be honest. So I wanted to do something completely different. I had clients. I'm a personal trainer, so I had clients there that were moving to Guangzhou. Yeah. Had no idea what it was, but I thought I'd give it a go, and that's how I ended up here. So now I'm training full time, doing online. Fitness、uh, boot camps, personal training, and building the community here in China. 
Why China? What made you choose China? Just just that off uh, fact that my friends were moving here. I, I, okay. I didn't like China was not on my radar whatsoever. I would have mm. gone to like Chile or like South somewhere in South America or something. But I was like, okay, well they they gave me this opportunity. They introduced me to a company here to teach English for a little bit, and yeah, I just took them up on it. It's funny, isn't it? Like people always seem to end up in China, not really planning to, and end right. up staying. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get stuck. Yeah, that's. I think generally in life happens like that, doesn't it? Just yeah. Things, the flow of life happens. Anyway, um, Anthony, Cara's a very interesting person because, as you say, she's a fitness, uh, personal fitness trainer. But she's done an absolutely remarkable, wonderful job over the last... When did you start K2 Fit? I want to quickly talk about K2 Fit. Sure. K2 Fit, we started five years ago. Um, the K2 Fit Challenge, now that we've created the online community and community around China, started three years ago. Four, actually. Okay. And just quickly explain, you know, an elevator speech, yep. quick sentence. What actually is K2 Fit? Uh, K2 Fit is a way of life, I like to think, because we're trying to teach people healthy lifestyles, but we mm. put in a small package of a 10-week program. So we teach food, nutrition, um, programming, and then we bring the community all together to support each other. And I, I, I think I have to say, hats off to the community thing that K2Fit's all about. I really love that, getting people um, together to support each other to, to improve their health. I think a lot of people need that community Spirit, I, I for one, I go to the gym regularly and um, I just like being on my own for that kind of stuff. But I know a lot of people, like my wife, who does your program, loves that community thing. Right, um, yes. So I, it really hats off to you um, for that. You. Where did the idea come from, though, of actually putting it together? And what does K2 mean? Does it mean Cara <laughs> times two or is it some <laughs> mathematical <laughs> equation? Um, K2 Fit was originally thought up like I was thinking, okay, Cara to fitness. Um, that was one play on it, but also K2, the mountain. So Indeed. if you're as fit as you can be, hey, you anyone can climb, climb K2, K2 of course. No, it's like the hardest mountain to climb, actually. You've climbed um, that, haven't you, Benton? Mm. Every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> on his computer. Excellent. Yeah. So that, that's how the name came about. Is I, I felt like it was a strong name, had a strong vision behind it, and yeah, went from there. Um, with the challenge, now that's a little bit different. I was doing boot camps. And I had some clients saying, you know, I'm not seeing enough results, but the boot camp classes are only two times per week at the time. And I said, look, you can't expect two days only training that you're going to see a huge amount of results. You've got to be training on the side. What are you doing on the sure. side? And nobody really had any structure. So I decided that the people in my boot camps and classes uh, could do programming from me for free if they stopped drinking for 30 days. Oh, yeah. good. Because the thing was, is I had a lot of, had a lot of Tai Tais in my uh, yeah, yeah, expat yeah. wives yeah. in uh, my boot camps. And they would go out for lunches most days and end up having a wine at lunch. And the, you know, and then I know they're drinking throughout the week and not all the time. It's really but it's just the stress one of, of living with a yeah, foreign yeah, husband. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> China, foreign husband. No, no, no. It, it was all good. They all had fun. They were really lovely, lovely women and stuff. I just wanted to see what they could do with their health if they yeah. stopped drinking for 30 days. So if they committed to that, I gave them a meal plan and the programming. And the results were phenomenal just yeah. in 30 days. Um, we've evolved from that now. We don't, the K2 Fit Challenge is not like no drinking the whole 10 weeks. We just kind of promote a little bit healthier options and stuff because we, again, we're trying to get people to get into a healthy lifestyle. 
and a sustainable lifestyle. Indeed. What's the biggest change you've seen in a person? Is it just physical or is it mental as well? Mental as well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. choosing better foods, organic. They're going like with whole foods instead of processed. Mm. Mental, they're, they're, ha they're happier. They're like stress free, not stress free, of course, but sure. less stress, and they're happier More with their family. Outlook, like whole, yeah, it's really impressive it's funny to how see. Your body correlates to the mind, right? Absolutely. Well, both. Both, both. And Vice I mean, versa too. Th think about it, when you're in the best shape of your life or you're feeling good about yourself, like your confidence builds too. So you're walking taller, you're yeah. more productive, you're happier. Totally. Yeah. Health is wealth. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Mm. But it helps you on the mental front, so maybe you should enroll. That's <laughs> um, not helping my mental health. Quick question, <laughs> from, uh, quick question in my earpiece from the research team um, through the window. Did you, um, did you run here to the studio today? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> How did you get here? I got here by car. My yeah. car, right? Yeah. Is that cheating? Is that allowed in K2 Fit? Well, I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> I was at uh, a restaurant. <laughs> okay, because you've been, you're down in GUI now doing a... a, a it's launched, hasn't it? The next phase of the 10 weeks. Yeah, we're so in to week one right now. So okay. we're just finishing up week one. But the the teams that are down here in Juhai were holding a charity boot camp and I wanted to be, like, show support and Excellent. be a part of it. So I've yeah. driven down this morning. Any newbies on your... Yeah, lots. Yeah, yeah. a lot of new... new growing people. as yeah. Any growing. people, like, really badly out of shape that have a lot to change? Do you want to name any? No, no, no. Anyone that has, okay, a lot of uh, improvements of to achieve. Yeah, yeah, there there is a lot of improvements to be had and stuff, but you know, when people talk to me and they they get down about it, they're like, oh, I have so much time, like so much to go, I just say take it day by day, sure. because if if they look at the big picture, it's going to take a while, right? But just day by day, you're going to progressively get better and better. Yeah, it's like working on your abs, Anthony. It's like a wall, brick by brick, Absolutely. every day. There you go. Yeah, abdominus, abdominus guy. Like that eight-pack thing, I've got a barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and proud of it too, listeners. Um, okay, so, well, Anthony, very sporting today, is wearing his um, vest top and headband over the top too. Um, of course, as we're... And my leggings. <laughs> your leggings. Your mankini, <laughs> pink fluorescent one. Yeah. Um, I won't show you the G-string. No. Uh, Cara, are you enjoying this green smoothie, Ari? Team made for you today. Yes, very nice. Yes. Thank you. What's in it? Uh, lots of green stuff, I think. Vegetables and. Um, gonna tell uh, us a secret recipe. There's a bit of orange in there, isn't there? Normally we just whack it in and see what happens, but we tend to always keep the green <laughs> balanced. Uh, more 50 50 generally. Good, actually. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much. Um, yeah. Oh, it wasn't me, it was the research team. Um, <laughs> anyway, Cara, how are your ball skills? I'm sorry, what? Let's <laughs> There we go. Very good listeners. Should we get a ball. ding for that? Good catch. Okay, so moving on, as we will soon, our quick last question. Sure. You look 25. Okay, thank you. But how old actually are you? 36. He likes asking his personal questions. It's really. fed through the earpiece. It's got, I'm just a funnel. Asking away earlier, now her age. I tell you what, listeners, though, looking at Cara now, it shows the benefits of a healthy lifestyle. And um, promoting this is a wonderful thing. We completely support it in China Jedi. And uh, future plans of expansion. I was thinking about this earlier, Anthony. The majority of your customers, the people that do the K2 Fit Challenge, are they predominantly expats? Yeah, give me a percentage. It's like 80-20. Okay. Like, like 80 Yeah, kind of like my meal plan. Like um, so what so about... 80% expats. 80% expats. Okay. Yeah, 20% local Yeah. Yeah. Future plans of expansion. Have you thought about, you know, putting it into 
Chinese and, and actually doing that or have you Absolutely. tried? Yeah, no, I haven't tried yet other than the recipes. We send them okay. in English and Chinese. Um, we're looking to do that, but I want to be able to do it very, very well. And in English, Indeed. I can coach very, very well. Yeah. In Chinese, I can coach okay, mm. but like I, I have the knowledge and the base, but I just need to be able to communicate via WeChat and stuff like that and not just have... Um, somebody else doing it for I don't want to just have a translator doing it so I would like to have a coach under me that I yeah. can actually train and coach the way K2Fit runs and what our philosophy is and then that coach can help me as well wonderful yeah yeah um, okay well I wish you the best with that thank you that's yeah. uh, you know the more people we can help with their health Absolutely. the better yeah so um, listeners in total truth it's time for Sunday morning but actually Saturday afternoon <laughs> Question of the week. Sunday morning. So, Sunday morning, but actually Saturday afternoon, question it's, of the week. Yeah, it's not Sunday morning, question of the week. It is. Are you ready? Yeah. Is it for me? It's for all of us. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But especially for you. All right. Um, if you could come back as the opposite sex and be a pro sports player, what sport would it be and why? I say again, if you could come back as the opposite sex and be a pro or professional sports player, what sport would it be? That's an easy and question. And why? Well, let, let our... Are you ready or do you need to think about that? Should... I can answer now, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Get it out there. Um, I'd be a football player, a soccer player. Uh, okay, so with the... Yeah. Is it the legs? With the legs, with the legs. Kick it, <laughs> kick it with your foot. <laughs> okay, is that because you like playing soccer, watching it, or you like legs? I like playing it. I used okay. to play um, semi... Well... A-levels A in um, Canada, so... We could have some... I love soccer, uh, football, uh, yeah. soccer. Football, yeah. And my brother played for Team Canada, so it kind Fantastic. of runs in, our, oh, wow. runs in our blood, and that's... I, I love the team aspect of... I'm really big, uh, big on team and community and yeah. stuff, and I love yeah. that you have to work together as a team. So. Would you be one of these prima donna type players, you know? What, running around Falling with my... Falling on the floor oh, this... and like, oh, I hurt my ankle. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's so me. No, Would definitely you have, like, not. Five, like, five wives, models clinging off you and... Oh, yeah, definitely have that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, Anthony uh, phoned me up a few days ago and he says, I might not be able to do the pod this week, Chris. I said, why is that? So I twisted my ankle and I can't walk. I said, Anthony, you only live 200 metres away. I can pick you up on my back bike and uh, I've got crutches for you, you know, for my ligament operation. He said, oh, I have to wait and see. So prima donna, I'm sitting <laughs> right opposite one, listeners. Um, okay, so where do you play? What position? Uh, forward. Right side, usually. Me too, yeah. Senna. Senna for what I used to. For ligaments went. Anthony? I would be a wrestler, because then I could roll around on the floor would. with women all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. A month wrestler. Right. But even better. Yeah, though, even okay. Better. I'd buy a ticket. Is that still a sport? <laughs> Is that anywhere? That's a little disturbing. You'd buy a ticket to see me as a woman mud wrestling. I'm no, not sure. you didn't let me finish. If you were a really good-looking lady... You know, of course I would be. Who was fit and in the gym all the time. Be interested in buying a ticket to watch you mess around in the mud. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, my one is... Um, oh God, it's a difficult one. I, beach volleyball. Ah, yeah, that's good. Do you know why? Outfit, right? <laughs> it's not just the outfit, uh, because I'd be a woman, wouldn't I? It would be because you just get to go to beaches all around the world to play. How if cool you're a pro, yeah. If you're a pro, yeah. Just imagine that. You'd probably die early of skin cancer, wouldn't you? I would yeah. say, but have you'd have a good tan. Have a good tan. Have a good tan. Yeah. Wear, wear a hat if it happens. So, yeah, wear a hat. Excellent. Thanks for the answers there. Okay, so let's move on to my favourite bit. Guess who? We've got to remember. So, guess who? Where we 
try to find out who this famous Chinese person is. Mm, we're going to keep it so successful. Oh, no. <laughs> we're we're going to keep it um, sporty into okay. traditions of our special guest today, Anthony. Um, so I'm going to give you some clues. Okay. And if you think you know it or you do know it, don't shout it out. Wait to the end. Let the listeners maybe mull it over. Um, Anthony, pen and paper ready? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Here we go then. The first clue is... This person was born on October the 14th, 1983. He's 33 years of age, so he's younger than all of us. He was born in Longyan, Fujian province in China. He's a Libra pig. He's 1.78 metres tall, which is 5 foot 10 inches, to those that work in that. And he's left-handed. Ooh. You've given it away now. Left-handed sports. I shouldn't have. Now, he's had 585 wins. There are clues coming in here. And he's had 80 losses. Hmm. Career titles, 62. And his highest rank was number one in February 2004. I'll carry on looking at your faces at the moment. This Chinese sports person is considered to be one of the greatest single players of all time. He's won all nine titles in his specific sports world. Ready for them? Olympic Games, World Championships, World Cup, Thomas Cup, Sudaman Cup, Super Series Master Final, All England Open, Asian Games and Asian Championships. And by the time he was 28, that was Anthony. And also, Cara, he is the only player to have achieved this feat and is therefore considered by many to be the greatest player of his sport, not China, to ever have graced the game. Ooh. Shall I carry on? It's got to be ping pong. It's got to be badminton or ping pong. That's what I'm thinking. You clever too. I only go for ones that you use a hand with. Very good. Could be something else though. Think about it. March on. Hmm? Um, when he was young, what you use a hand with that <laughs> limits it, doesn't it? I. We'll talk about mahjong later. When he was young, his parents wanted him to learn piano. That's where the old dexterity. Of Fingers must have come from. Um, but the young man was more interested in playing his beloved sport and choose to play, chose to play the sport when he was only five. So he started early, as most of these great sportsmen do. He joined the sports troupe of the People's Liberation Army when he was 13 and started playing for China's national team when he was just 18. Now here, this might give it away. He became involved with Xie Xingfang, a former world champion of the same sport in 2003. Initially, the couple kept their relationship a secret and got engaged in 2010. They got married in September 2012, just before the world was meant to end. Um, he's famous for his multiple tattoos, which have often created controversy. Yeah. Some of his famous quotes. Controversial tattoos. Yeah, what could they be? Hmm. Some of his famous quotes. I have never considered any player as my competitor. Each one of them is good and talented, and my job is to beat them. Beat them hard. Yeah. And you don't just need skills and talent. You also need luck. Which I think, mm. yeah, you always need a bit of luck, don't you, for things? Yeah. Well, it helps. It does help. Do you make your own luck? That's a podcast for another time. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't so, rely on luck. Forever. No, no, no. <laughs> no champion relies on luck, yeah. for sure. How's it going then, Cara? With that, any... any kind of things well we'll come back I'll give you some extra clues later do you, do if you, you want. know a lot of ping pong players no what about I don't I feel, I, feel, I feel horrible I'm sorry China <laughs> yeah you do I've been here for 13 years and my knowledge of famous Chinese people is terrible back to Canada now oh, this man, is where, yeah. they're going to ship me off <laughs> in a container oh, man. so you can do your exercises oh, well at least I have room yeah put Jim in there for you 40 oh, foot, 40 foot okay. that's a good idea we could do that 40footgyms.com. 
I'm buying it right now on my phone. <laughs> Quick, register the name, Anthony. You'll probably get one on Taobao. I'm absolutely sure of it. Okay, so we'll come back to that later. Anthony, any luck on that at the moment? Not scribbling as much today. No. No? Okay. Right. Let's go. Listeners, I hope you're doing better than, than they are. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's time for Dway with Dway. Because this is just the way it's meant to be. Dway with Dway then is Anthony. True or false? How is your Chinese, by the way? I know you it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you say you're trying to improve it, right? Yeah. Your program, no, so. I can converse fully. Um, it's just uh, technical. I mean, when you're speaking about training and stuff, yeah. it, it's super technical. So, yeah. well, it can be, and I just want to be able to so know a lot more new expressions to learn. And yeah. you've got to keep your tone, haven't you? Oh, there we go. <laughs> 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 I like that Okay, so um, Dwey Dwey, here's the interesting fact then, and you've got to agree um, on either true or false. So here it is, table tennis. Oh, Anthony, Jedi mind skills. Uh-huh. Is China's national sport. Table tennis is China's national sport, or ping pong as you'd say. Be very careful here, Mr. Antonobi. You know, I like to give you a little um, boomerang. How do you class a national sport? Great Just question. The most popular sport. Is I don't know, I'm from Canada. Hockey. Hockey's the national sport there. What's yeah. our one in England? It's, well, it's, it's football, I guess. Or cricket, it's isn't popular. it? Oh. I think football. Probably would... football. Yeah. Probably a bit more popular. More. Yeah, okay. not going to be cricket, is more it now? Masses. Hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, discuss, please. Table tennis, mahjong. I'm just going to put this in is here. Is that classed as a sport? Is classed as a sport. It is wow, not. really? No. Is uh, it? My research team have been doing extensive research over this. Mahjong is classified very high up there, maybe the highest. But you know me, I like to give you clues and I like to give you non clues. Hmm. Because they get so intense while they're playing, maybe. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Stop throwing the yeah, yeah, throwing <laughs> Finger flicks. Now, what about other sports that we got in China? They love basketball. Badminton. They love mahjong. They love badminton. They love... I have a guess. I'm going to say dragon boating is their national sport. Ooh, that's a, you see, that's boating. coming in with the cultural... Yeah. Like, but, I mean, dragon boating is super important. The, yeah, the holiday... But again, national sport. Like, Do you know the definition? Is it... Oh, is something that's declared as official, or is it the most popular? I, I think it must, it must be something be. you learn through the education system. I'm just thinking here because it's a national sport, so you'd learn it at school. Uh, so do we do dragon boats? Hmm. Well, they do go out. Uh, and if you yeah, ever, you wouldn't say drove a dragon boat. Have you ever <laughs> rode? Paddle. No, paddle. No, rode is paddled. Paddle on a dragon boat. Paddled, yeah. paddled, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. Oh, I've, I've have, competed really? in Canada and I've competed here. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, there's an international team in Guangzhou, actually. Don't get on the wrong side of this lady, Anthony. <laughs> you're on her left side today. Don't get on her right yeah, side. I'm, I'm this side, oh, so you're I've got a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds fantastic. Okay, so you're a dragon so boat. ping pong the national ping- sport. It sounds kind of too obvious, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I wanted to go with something completely different, actually. Yeah. But Is know. ping pong a derogatory word for table tennis? Can you be derogatory to the sport? I'm just wondering if you're being derogatory again. Ping pong. It doesn't sound like it. It's table tennis, Anthony. Table tennis. Where the ping and the pong comes from, I've got no idea. The The, the Chinese. Ping pong. (laughs) (laughs) The Chinese. It was invented by... I don't know. Ping and pong? Ping and pong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe not. Hey, do your research. I don't know if you're joking or not. (laughs) Okay, come on. 
Um, the listeners are waiting here. We want to move on. Table tennis is China's national sport. True or false? Anthony, Cara, come up to some agreement. Oh, are we, oh, we have Should, to agree before we go with false? Just for fun, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Anthony's never got any of these right. Yeah, oh, man, look at like, Don't rely on me. Hold me down with you. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've been close every time, he just throws me a curveball and tries to trip me no up. Cur- no curveballs <laughs> in ping pong. Come on. Actually, you can curveballs. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Spin ball. No s- oh, dear. Is it Tell me the answers. Is it badminton? I don't know. Let's go with false just for the fun yeah, of it. Yeah, false. Okay, false. so table tennis is China's national sport. True or false? Anthony and Cara says, false. false. The answer is, true. Oh, <laughs> you suckered us into it. Oh dear, if only I won money on these three. Oh my goodness. Way to go. That is ridiculous. There you go, people. Table tennis is China's national sport. Hey, it's time for China Jedi topic time. Ting badong, you got it all right. Okay, so topic time where we discuss something interesting that's come up through our listeners. Now, one that I've been told um, that we're going to discuss today, it's kind of sporting tradition as the queen of fitness is with us, Anthony, is this. This was sent in by a Mr. Phil McCracken, who's... who's From The Simpsons. (laughs) He's based in... No, he's based in Chongqing, uh, Chongqing in in the west of China, where Bu Lai was the leader once. Yeah, that's me. Talking about him today. Um, anyway, he asked this question. Won't be bringing him up anywhere, will you? Where he is. Um, we asked this question. Why in China do you have to wear a swimming cap when you go to any public swimming pool? Why in China do you have to wear a swimming cap when you go to any public swimming pool? Now, I know this question has a little bit of dynamite to it because a lot of times I've talked with foreigners in swimming pools and that, and they've been really angry that they've had to put a plastic cap on. Yeah, yeah so, for sure. It's not really for recreation. Just they're all pro swimmers, they need to be right. streamlined, yeah. right? So whizzing through the water, and all that hair causing so, friction. So, yeah, that's, that's a good point. So let's discuss this. Though. I mean, your personal experience, have you ever been capped? <laughs> the funniest one that's yes. ever happened to me was, yes. I literally, I shaved all my hair off. Literally shaved. Back in yeah. the day, and I yeah. went to a pool, and, still and the guy said, "Put on a swimming cap." I looked at him like quizzically, and was like, "Are you, you're joking, right?" And he's like, "Swimming <laughs> cap? Like, for, for, for what?" Yeah, because my guess like, is that I literally because have no it's hair, hair right? Well, they, they don't I want hair to so. get into the filters and whatnot. Exactly. But then once they make a rule, they're going by the rule, right? They so have to stick they, by yeah, it, yeah, they've been told no, no swimming without caps. There's no reasoning no as to why yeah. why we're wearing it, Just, right? Now, this came in in about 2009, because I remember I was in China, I was going to this yes. gym. Oh, really? I never I used it. it. I had long hair at the time. I was diving in and doing all the bits and bobs that you do in a swimming pool. And, uh, and then I was told that I had to wear the cap. Right. So It could be the fear of foreigners collecting their hair, taking them back to the West and cloning a Chinese army. Right. Yes, could be. That's a that's a Brit. I think we've I think we've learned the yeah, answer. This, right, 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 this is why I have him here as my co-host. Right. God, he's got some ideas. Brilliant. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, I wanted to ask Cara. You're a lady that's been to a lot of hotels. And um, for your, for your, oh, for your what have people told you? That could be interpreted. <laughs> wow, this ways, has gone really south. For your gay, they're not, for your, they're not gay by the hour. <laughs> I wasn't talking about going down south. I was talking about for the K two fitness fix. Uh, right? Okay. okay. And um, oh dear. And uh, so I wanted to ask: Do you have to put a, a cap on? Do you have to be capped in a like a five star swimming pool? Or no. Is, 
So it's off bounds. No. It's so just it's public it's ones. public ones. It's just yeah. public then, yeah. yeah. Are you sure? The ones I've been to. Yeah, the ones yeah. you've been to. Yeah, the ones I've been to. But I usually stay in um, more Western hotel Right, chains, yeah. So Do you think it's a cleanliness thing? Chinese do have very thick hair, don't they? They have like a lot of hair. Well, right. Thicker is okay. So, no, no, I'm not knocking it. That's good. Lucky them. Well, I, wish, I wish I did still. <laughs> well, exactly, Anthony. But so does a lot of hair come out and clog up the filters? That's, as we that's touched on. My, yeah, that's going to be my guess. And it's cheaper. But I don't know why it came in in 2009. Like you said, I remember frolicking also in swimming pools as without a cap, as you do. I used, to I, lo- do. I used to love frolicking. Frolicking around. in the pool. <laughs> Can you frolic now with a condom on your head? <laughs> not really, huh? No. <laughs> I'm sure you could manage it, Chris. <laughs> I've never tried it, Andy. Um, okay, so I did some research, and our research team did some research, and you probably did no research. I rely on you Who guys me? for that. Yeah, I didn't check this out. And, um, well, of course, this was a... You didn't know that I this didn't question know this was coming, and neither did I till today, but I did a quick search outside of the Guess Who game, of course, listeners. And uh, here's some uh, thoughts. A paranoid nation, question mark. Hygiene is paramount. But it's a shame pooing and peeing and spitting in the pool is, however, still allowed. Now, I've got to say one thing. I go to a gym. Uh, would the pee in the pool end up discolouring their black hair? You'd end up with loads of ginger Chinese people, wouldn't you? Because <laughs> you know when you bleach their hair, it doesn't go blonde, right? It kind of goes gingery. Yeah, that's... that's, that's but hey, it's all the ammonia Anthony, in the pool. only a ginger can call another a ginger. What should I call them? Actually, your beard is rather gingery. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to state for the listeners on China Jedi, we love ginger hair. Um, yes, and love ginger all people. colour hair. And um, so listen to this story, Cara, because it's kind of fitness related. Right. So I go to this gym um, in, the, in the week and it's by the swimming pool, Anthony, in phase one of this complex. It's a free gym. And I go in, I do my half an hour, whatever. And would you believe in the summer, there's a lot of old people that play mahjong on top of this gym. They come downstairs, and I see them in through the glass door as I'm doing my fitness. And they go down into this little toilet. They come out of the toilet, public toilet. And do you know what they do then? Before they go back upstairs to play their mahjong, they go to the pool, but not just any area of the pool, listeners. The kiddies' pool, yeah, where it's shallower water. And they dip their hands in and wash their hands. And then they go back up to play mahjong with nice clean hands. But don't know what about what the what the pool was like. So that used to ruffle my feathers if I had any feathers, honestness. Um, I didn't say anything because, of course, as my grandmother said, when in Rome, do as Rome does. So now you pee and then wash your hands in children's <laughs> pools. And absolutely, I just get it out. But yeah, that was uh, that was really quite something. Um, I wonder if that will ever change. But um, anyway, the other thing was, as Carl alluded to, the filter and pump situation. Um, now apparently. The filter and pump manufacturers are foreign brands. Hence, the dire warning of hair being sucked into the traps and killing people is a real threat, apparently. Hmm. Yeah. Hang on. Foreign what's, brands. What's the correlation of hair going in and then killing people? Yeah. People get sucked in the pump? Or the, the, this is what I'm thinking. Through their hair? What? But it's only through a tiny little hole. How would that happen? Well, if you... Well, I guess you can't. We've got long hair. We can go and try the filtration system, see how strong it is next I'd rather time. not. Well, we, okay. we need to take a support buddy with us, right? <laughs> okay. like Katie Fit, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was rather mm, interesting. And long ago, also, I learned a dark art, this is someone blogging, of swimming pool maintenance. So it was obviously in the swimming pool game. Once you've cleaned a filter of masses of tangled, snotty human hair, then swimming caps 
for wearing swimming caps for all seemed like a great idea. Head lice are also very resilient creatures and completely unaffected by chlorine, if you didn't know that. Yeah. And oil in the hair is also a problem. Can they uh, swim? Head lice? lice? Mm. I don't know, but I bet they've got lots of stuff on them, haven't they? Um, Italy, Spain and France also apparently like to enforce this rule. It's not just oh, China. Really? You know, I support where support's due here. For Could it just great be a country. money thing? You have to, like, clean the filters less often? Cause yeah, less I was say caps aren't too expensive, are they? Well, then it's but you have people to also, buying the caps, yeah, the it's people not have you to buy buying the caps, caps at the, forever, the, Yeah, yeah, that's where you, you can sell them. Sell them. If I had a swimming pool, I'd sell them. I would them. correlate it to money. That's generally the motivation for most things these days, isn't it? You, you said an interesting one about the... You said perhaps because back Throwing. in the day when China no, started mm-hmm. making swimming pools, they saw pictures of foreign Olympic swimmers wearing swimming caps... And that became the rule for how a swimming pool should look. Everyone should be wearing a swimming pool. It wouldn't have mattered that the reason those swimmers were wearing a cap was to shave part of a second off their 100-meter medley, of course. And that was not likely to be a big concern for a Chinese guy wearing water wings and flopping around in a community pool. The protocol was set and nobody would think to question it. You need to wear a hat to swim now. Mm. There's no whys, Anthony. Just because, Just because. that's because what it the is. pros it do. Is. Yeah. Well, they do like that, that in China, why? right? Uwe Shema. Well, there is no why. Yeah. Why do they swim in a circle? So, did they see that on? Yeah, I tried to do a length in a swimming pool. Oh, that drives me crazy. <laughs> I guess you got to keep everyone rotating. Can you imagine if people were coming backwards and forwards all the time in China? I got it. Mayhem. No, I got it because you might need to hold the sides if you uh, go under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, Safety first. Yes, yeah, so that's a good pod. We'll do that one time. I Put think. All the children um, in the middle of the pool and all the. <laughs> <laughs> All the swimmers are on the outside. Just... Have you ever seen a swimming pool in China that's bigger than, say, four foot in height, generally in the public swimming pools? Not the public ones, no. no. It's a good safety no. device, though, isn't it? Yeah. Private complexes. Private complexes. Yeah, have deeper pools. And in the hotels you've been to? And in the hotels, okay. of course, yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, when you, if you've been to a public swimming pool before in the summer where it's like you can't move, like you're standing in there and... You just can't move because of all the people there. No, I wouldn't go in. I wouldn't no, go in. No, I would just, I'd be like, no, nope, not worth it. I suppose I used the word I, didn't I? So that would suggest I have done that. Yeah. But I've seen it. Okay. And I was thinking maybe it's a friction thing. Cap on the head, cap on someone else's head. Keeps water warm. No, it stops you from getting your hair tangled up with someone else's. <laughs> no? I don't think so. Well, anyway, for all our listeners out there, make sure you wear a cap. Yeah, you should do K two fit swimming caps. K two caps. Is that a good with idea? a K? With K two caps. Is, is that a good idea? Um, I I guess it could be. It could it's, be a nice promotional item that we give away at local swimming pools. I'd save them ten quid for yeah. buying it. There you go, Anthony. Just remember where you heard that, listeners. eh? K two approved <laughs> swimming caps. There are going to be some royalties coming down our line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for that discussion. Anything else you'd like to add on it? No, I think my clone army says it all. Okay. Clara? Just on the swimming pool or the whole thing? Well, no, on the, on the swimming pool thing. On the topic. Uh, no, I think we've covered enough. Yeah, well, let's carry on with the Chinese theme and go on to Jingle Jangle John Wen. I wanted to make it real simple. Jingle Jangle John Wen then, where we learn a little bit of Chinese. Of course, we have our fluent linguist in Putonghua sitting over here, Anti Nobi Wan Kenobi. Um, Cara, you oh, said I, wa- I want a Star Wars name. What? Do we get one just being here? Ooh, Cara. What can we do with Cara? We have to. We're. we're, we're put, uh, thinking caps on. C three caps. C three Cara. Hey. C three Cara. R two K two. 
<laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> That's done. done um, yeah. Okay, so, Cara, um, you alluded to earlier, you speak a bit of Chinese, which is great. Um, do you have anything, would you like to put something forward today, or like just a little tidbit, something that you use all the time that's really useful? Or do you want us to say, um, do you have anything? That I use? Yeah, yeah you know, Chinese someone's listening. that's very useful to you. Yeah, someone's listening, maybe they... <clears throat> don't know Chinese much is it something there must be an expression you use a lot um, I definitely think one of the most important things to know is ma fan because everyone oh, uses man. it all the time <laughs> not the ma, name of my no, eye <laughs> right ma fan yeah yes. do you know the do you know the tones for that ma fan uh, third and second no ma 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 fan ma yeah. fan Ah, so you come on, you linguist. Tell me the tones. tones. Three and then. Have you lost your tones? You need to do K2 fit. Exactly. Tone up. (laughs) Trying to remember them. Okay, well, anyway, Marfan. So that's M A R F A N? M A F A N. M A F A N. Oh, I put the R. Beijing. You're in Beijing. And of course, Marfan means. Uh, troublesome, or as I like something. to think, it's like a pain in the ass. Yes, something Am really I allowed annoying. to say ass on the straw? You can say anything <laughs> you want, my dear. Um, okay, so K2 approved pain in the ass, Marfan. <laughs> now give me an example when you'd use that for the listening. Like, I just think we hear it so many places, actually. You know, you get into every taxi I get into, they're like, oh. Marfan. You know, they don't want to go where I want to go. I'm like, this is your job, buddy. Oh, is that? Because you're in Guangzhou. Yeah. We're, we're in, which is a big city. It's, it's the, huge. It's the capital yeah. of the South, basically. Um, we're in Zhuhai. Canton. The beautiful seaside village of Zhuhai. Yeah, it is gorgeous. I love it here. Um, so, but maybe, I never have that when I go into taxis No, here. they're so maybe nice it's a here. Guangzhou. So it's a Guangzhou thing. I think it's thing. a Guangzhou thing. City yeah. thing. Because yeah. they come from all over China and... I think new taxi drivers all the time, but I don't understand why they don't want to get a... Even if it's <laughs> close, like it's a 10 quai ride. You want me to go. take you somewhere in my taxi? God, that's so <laughs> annoying. It's your job, Mark. Yeah, can you imagine if I had a client come up to me and yeah. oh, come on, I don't want to be here today. See, it's your problem, Oh, uh, I have you... to train you today. Ah, oh, now I'm off. Yeah, you're expecting uh, a taxi driver to drive you somewhere. I, mean, I know. What, you think that's my expectations are too high, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Very simple one um, there, listeners. Ma fan, yes. And it is a... Ma fan. Uh, ma fan. I mean, I say hun ma fan a lot, which is yeah. very pain yeah. in the arse, yeah? Um, Anthony, I know you use that word a lot. When I'm with you, for sure. When you're with your police officer <laughs> friends. Um, okay, very good. Thanks very much for that, Cara. I hope that this um, podcast hasn't been too... Marfan. It has not. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Well, it's time for a little bit of fun. The great joke of John way. So this is where I say a little joke for us all. I hope I've got a good one today, Anthony. I hope so. Last week had me chuckling. I tell you what, it looks a bloody long one. Put my fist up. Marfan! Marfan researchers! <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. There once was a chicken farmer who lived in a small village in China. Nothing to do with swimming caps. One year, all of his chickens were afflicted with a strange blight that caused them to lose their feathers. Oh, hang on, it is all to do with swimming caps. Bald chickens. Bald <laughs> chickens. Why do you need to wear a swimming cap when you're bald? I that does perplex me. For all those bald people out there, I'm on your side. Um, anyway, this farmer, whose chickens had all gone bald, was deeply concerned about this, as you would be, Because winter was coming, and if the chickens had no feathers, they'd freeze to death. So, the farmer decided to consult the two wisest men in the land. First, he visited Mr. Ching, 
the renowned scholar. Mr. Ching leafed through all his agricultural and medicinal texts and poured over books and scrolls and went into the night. Finally, he returned to the farmer and told him that if he crushed the leaves of a gum tree into powder, made it into tea and fed it to his chickens, they'd be cured. <laughs> Could have just used the gum um, to glue the feathers back on. You make sure you drink all that green smoothie. It's very good for you, Carl. Come I on. will. I will. <laughs> just don't want green stuff. I don't want the podcasters no, to uh, see my teeth. Oh, they don't, they don't see me at all. It's a, it's a thick one. Um, <laughs> the farmer then went to Mr. Ming, who was a great seer. Mr. Ming cast stones, red tea leaves and poked through entrails until finally he came up with the answer. Tea made from gum leaves will cause feathers to stick to chicken. Now the farmer was ecstatic. The two wisest men in the land had given him exactly the same prescription. So as soon as he returned home, he took some gum leaves and made tea from them. He mixed this with the chicken feed and fed it to his chickens. But alas, it did not work. The chickens continued to lose their feathers and with the onset of winter, they all froze. Now the moral of this story, listeners, Cara and Anthony, is all of Ching's courses and all of Ming's ken couldn't get gum tea to feather a hen. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh, I really That's wish scary. I'd look at these before. Who gave I... me that one? <laughs> <laughs> that guy? You're fired. <laughs> Anthony, don't be so nice. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, well, I hope you like that one. Research is um, crying in the booth now. I was joking. All the Ching's courses and all of Ming's ken. What's Ken? Men, Ken. Barbie's husband? Ken? Yeah, maybe. No, it wasn't in there. Anyway, I get what they were trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the king's horses and, yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, cripes. Could be Barbie's Ken, you know. <laughs> this, this challenge is... Sorry, here. listeners. <laughs> oh, we need to move on to the next exercise, um, which oh, is... exercise. All right, let's go. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, Anthony has hurt his ankle, so I don't know how much exercise you can do. some hopping. We can make him do dips. What's a good exercise before we move on, though, uh, Cara, to do in the office? You know, a lot of us are... Oh, there's tons of stuff you can do in the office. It just depends on if you have enough space or whatever. You can do push-ups, you can do squats. I think squats are probably the most important, actually, because you're sitting down all day. So to get up and be able to move, get the heart rate up a little bit, and, yeah, working your legs, it's good. And it stretches your back, back too. So if you sit in the Mm. right position... Of course, you should sit in the right position as you're working, but when you're doing a squat, you have to have your chest out, shoulders back. Pecs out. Pecs out. Abs in. Abs in. Tummy Flex. In. Yeah. Ugh. There you go. And what about actually doing a fake squat where you actually just work on your computer? <laughs> you might get a little tired, you, but you can try that. You'd get some big, big uh, quads, wouldn't you? Uh, probably not big, but your stamina would increase a lot. You get you lean. Get joints. You get lean. Right? Yeah, your joints would doing, be Doing, like, yeah. sticking in one place position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time makes your joints strong, right? Yeah. A lot of Chinese people, of course, love to, to squat on the floor, don't they? Amazing, flexible knees. Yeah, um, you know, and bust. the Achilles. And hips. I, I, can't, I can't do that full uh, squat. The full one. No. Ooh, I can go pretty low. You mean but, but I also tore or... my meniscus, so I, I have to be careful how deep... How much you got left? I've got about 20 on the back and 60 on the front. I've got 90%. Yeah, they took 10%. Oh, that's not yeah. too bad. No, 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 that's not too bad. It doesn't, like, hinder me very much. Just once in a while, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't go that low. Hey, any Olympic Chinese champions of... What's the squatting sport they do? Yeah, good at squats uh, and the culture. Be dead, that. What's that one? Deadlift. Deadlift from the bar on the ground. Yeah, on the ground. Yeah, 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 I'm sure at the Olympics, I see the Chinese do quite well at that. The lady with... Is that the guy? 
I was about to say a lady with short hair. Oh, okay. Could have been. Um, no, I'm just wondering oh, about the sportsman yeah, before. Girl, did the Are you girl... suggesting I'm trying to help you? I am suggesting that. Mm. Well, on, suggest we were, away. We were talking about a guy in the guest room. Yeah, right? yeah. But we'll come a, back. But there was a girl that did really there well. There was a girl, yeah, but I don't remember her name. Anyway, <laughs> hey, it's Jedi Sith of the Week. Oh, we chat, wait, shim, we chat, wait, shim, we chat, wait, shim, me. Jedi Sith of the Week, then. Let's start with Jedi's, as always, Anthony, Shining Light. Um, Jedi's, then. Um, Kari, you know what this is about? I know you've listened to uh, Busy yes. Lady. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I'm supposed to talk about somebody who's helped me. Yeah. Or, like, uh, or a thing. Uh, it doesn't have to be a... Yeah. Just quickly, by the way, um, you listen to the podcast, I know, sometimes. Where's the best place that you listen to it? Do you listen to it running to work or, you know? Um, at the, the last one I listened to, I was at the gym, actually. See, Anthony? We make people healthy as well. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, the, that's the most time that I have to actually listen to a podcast. You think it would motivate yeah. people if you put it on like a radio behind a treadmill with people trying to run <laughs> away from us? <laughs> Keep <laughs> running! It'd be like the opposite of dangling a carrot yeah. in front of a donkey, right? You'd... Probably. That's Probably. It's <laughs> the best idea you've ever had, Anthony. Um, I'll okay, send you so... a photo of that later. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi of the, uh, of the week then, uh, Cara. Who, who would that be? Um, can you guys do yours first? I yeah, think. sure, yeah, yeah, have a little, yeah. yeah a little think. Um, Anthony, do you want to flex into this, or would you like me to do mine? I'm going to go, I'm wearing my UFC t-shirt today, one of my favourite sports. Do you like UFC? You know I UFC? do, yeah, I like UFC. Mixed martial I, I, arts. Except for awesome. when they do that, like when they're on the ground and they hit them with the back of their, like, I don't like that. But when they're using technique, I like a lot. Yeah, you are, you're a UFC, aren't you? Um, so I'm going to go with Dana yes. White. Okay. Ah. The president of the UFC, because like he's a cool guy, you know. I'm sure he's got his uh, lots of stories to tell. Okay. Uh, but then, yeah, respect to him, man, for getting the UFC to what it is today. Because I've seen every single one. Cool. Yeah. Okay. DVDs. Yeah. Obviously not been to. I've been to one right. in Macau, which was great. You just travelled around watching the UFC. Yeah. No, I man. wish. Yeah, that would be like a <laughs> just to explain, because I'm not. Too, I, I know a bit about the UFC, but this is just very two people. Hurting each other, right? Fighting each other. <laughs> kind of. Okay. I like to think of it as a test of skills. It's mixed martial arts. It's, yeah, it's so it's two mixed. people challenging each other. Okay. Ring, yeah. Right, but you don't like hurting animals. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, We're not putting yeah, chipmunks in cages <laughs> yeah, doing it. Panda versus... We would never put animals in cages, Anthony, would we? Um, okay, let's move on then to... Uh, I'll give my one. Um, hairdresser. Not my hairdresser, clearly, but my son Zach had a haircut. You oh, remember, okay. he, he likes his hair long, mm. like Ozzy Osbourne. But you talked him into getting it off. Yeah, and the hairdresser was quite a Jedi because he had to sit through his appalling behaviour while he was doing oh, it. Oh, really? Constantly easy. saying, have you finished, have you finished, and don't do that, don't do this, and moving. And luckily he came out with a quite decent haircut. So that's my guy, the hairdresser. I don't know his name. Hmm. Mr. Wang? Maybe Mr. Wang, hairdresser Wang. Thank you. Um, okay, Cara. Whack us out. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Or can I just tell you my Jedi? Yeah, maybe that would be so Do you mind? Yeah. Whack us out, your Jedi. God. Goodness. Um, man, I have to say my whole K2Fit team this week, because mm -hmm. it was the start of the challenge, and especially my partner who has to put up with me, because when I'm being mafan, because <laughs> it's a stressful week, making sure that everybody got their programs, or, but the, my whole team is supported and helped like with the launch party and stuff like that. They're like 
I don't know, they make me, you know? That's a great one. Yeah. Team of Jedis. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. So we've gone from naked men fighting each other in cages right. to hairdressers to the K2 fit your support team, which I think Absolutely. is much better. Um, Jedi. <laughs> Anthony. Okay, Sifs. <laughs> Sifs. I'll start with mine. Going back to that gym, do you remember I saw the people washing their hands in it? Right. I was there doing my um, bench press in the morning. Eight o'clock in the morning. Ten kilos. Eight- <laughs> <laughs> you are just appalling. You're an appalling human being. And um, this man walks up to the gym, he clearly had his gym kit on, he stands right next to the door which is open, pops out a cigarette and starts smoking. Oh yeah, and so, it all wafts inside. Well, yeah, so I went up to him, I was very kind, you know, I said in Chinese, please can you move over there, and he's like, yeah, absolutely fine. Five minutes later he comes back and he starts doing his workout after having a cigarette. Ugh. Anyway, mm. that's my sif. Um, Cara? Uh, anybody at the gym that doesn't put their weights away, oh, especially right, when it's heavy, right. like I can move it, but yeah. there's people that can't move it. And it's, if you can put it on the machine, you can it's take a, it off. Absolutely. That happens a lot. It happens right. so much. Yeah. And not just here so though. It's I have to say. Not no, just it's not just here. Yeah, not, it's... not just here. Yeah. Anthony? Well, you were the one that started introducing inanimate objects. Personally, I think Thank it's you. I like Sith should be a person, but if we're doing that, then my Sith is my balcony. <laughs> and the security lights, because oh, I jumped dear. off my balcony. That's you jumped I... off your balcony? Yeah. He was having a hard week. Then <laughs> <laughs> he realised he moved to the ground floor. 15th floor. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I got away with just a straight angle. Tell everyone... Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. tell uh, everyone why you jumped off yes. your balcony, Anthony. Because apparently there was a spate of burglaries around here, so they... The was it you? No. <laughs> it does look like one, doesn't Jumping it? off balconies? Well, they put security lights all around uh, the ground floor of everywhere, and they, for some reason they decided to shine them right into my window. So basically, <laughs> at night when I'm trying to sleep, it's like dawn. <laughs> the sun goes down and the security lights go up. It's like, morning! You are Victor Melgy, mate, I tell so you. So I tried to jump down to adjust the security lights away from my window and the ground looked level but there was like this shrub disguising the disguising the ground which was not level at all and I jumped and twisted my ankle ouch yeah not good it's something out of a comedy series isn't it yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's my whole life (laughs) I don't think think you thought that one through too much how far was your how far is your door from outside like to walk outside and around further oh. than jumping off the balcony further than jumping but how far like 10 metres I'm, like, I'm normally quite an active person that like I've done climbing surfing skateboarding all of this stuff right. and yeah normally my ankles hold up but it was probably because I was wearing slippers have you done any of those any time like lately no, no. Yeah. Cara you're looking at Mr. Hypochondriac over there every week's always something wrong uh, yeah well, I'm, that's so, um, completely falsification <laughs> that's not true we speak the truth on China Jedi. And I can tell you this, Kara said it in one sentence. She said, What was it? I think you need to think. Yes. Yeah. Or look before you leave. But, Which I kind of did. I don't think it was thinking. Yeah, Jedi mind skills, you could have done it from bed, Anthony. Uh, oh. I tried that, but I think some Sith Lord was battling me and he's, he's put a energy defense back down. to my window. Okay, well, thank you for that, Sif. We do hope, and as I'm sure the listeners will, that your ankle does get better of soon. Of course it will. I always um, heal quick. You gave me your crutches, my crutches, back today, so I think you're obviously on the mend. Um, okay, um, not too much pity, please. Yeah, it's funny, actually, walking down the street with crutches in China, you get all sorts of funny looks. 
That literally, like I was. You mean you get more funny? Not, looks. not that I'm saying people that are cripples should get bad looks, but in China they do, You're a right? Yeah. Which is really, You're it's quite sad. sad. I didn't You're know you were a cripple. Man. No, but they were looking oh. at me like I was like giving me funny looks, like there was something really wrong with me, you know. Wait, and it made me cool. feel bad, like for you know what? What about people that generally do have like some sort of physical problem? Like it must be horrible for them to get stared at like that all the time. Do you know? And I didn't know this. Talking about sport. That when they had the Paralympic Games this summer, do you know which country won? And I mean won by an absolute margin. Like kicked ass. Day. Absolutely. Thanks we're doing something right. Anthony, Cara, it's time to get that guess who answer. We've got to remember. Okay then. So, crutches and cripples aside, Anthony, let's get back into the guess who game. Would you like an extra clue? Because it'll make such I'll a like, difference, yeah. right? Uh, sure, I'll take an extra. Okay, here yeah, we yeah. go. This this one is going to give it away. Okay? I'm sure, yeah. Nicknamed <laughs> as Super Dan by Peter Gade, the player undoubtedly lives up to his name. Okay? Not only is he a two-time Olympic champion, but also the first men's single player to retain the Olympic gold medal by winning in 2008 and defending his title in 2012. Super Dan, Super Dan, listeners. Giving his stupendous success, it comes as no surprise that his fascination with badminton... There's another massive one there. His fascination with badminton began quite early on in life, having started playing the sport at five, as we already said. He turned professional as a teenager, as we already said. He's well known for not just his extraordinary playing skills, but also for his fiery temperament. And angry outbursts have made him a controversial figure, along with those controversial Which makes him more popular, I'm Ooh, sure. What, a bit like uh, McEnroe was in tennis? Mm, yeah. Is he like the yeah. Chinese McEnroe? Yeah. He has a flamboyant... Personality, excellent records so on the badminton gay. court. He has outbursts. <laughs> gay and flamboyant? No, no, just flamboyant. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> look, he has the bad boy image, and it's made him a very popular sporting figure. Now, I can't give you any more than badminton, super Dan, and flamboyant. Right. That's just nailed it. I know it now. I picture the guy. I don't know his name. I oh, you can picture it. him. All right, you're yeah. gonna. If you don't get this. Then. Wow. We, you're the pro. The China pro. <laughs> you're the pro sports. I'm, yeah, but Girl. I don't follow. I don't okay, follow how long have you been in China for, Anthony, now? I'm not sure I should admit that. You did admit it on one of the 13 episodes. 13 years. 13 years. Uh, Cara? A long time. Okay. Yeah, and, about and, 15. Clearly. Do you play badminton? No. No, nah, that's a shame. I have, I have no it? interest yeah. in Funnily enough, I played more badminton like, in England than I did in China. It's fun to play on the beach. And in Australia, when we go back to Australia, we'll play badminton, like as a recreational thing, but... And I played in school, actually, but I don't watch it. Clearly not. Clearly no, not. No, I don't. Actually, really I don't either. watch many sports, unless it's Olympics, but I know he won the Olympics. I just can't remember his name right now. He's won two. I know, I know. Well, I can tell you this, our researchers are giggling away, and I am too, because I think we've got them, listeners. Um, so, we have an answer. Just give us an answer. Um, Mighty Huang... So not Super Dan then. I was going to say Super Dan. I'm guessing it's Super Dan and he played Use badminton. Super Dan and turn it into something like a name. Obviously Super's not a name, is it? Dan Su. Dan Su, okay. <laughs> Dan Su. <laughs> Dan Zhuang. Dan Zhuang. Mm. Like strength. I like that. Strong Dan. Super Jan. Anthony? 
Is that your answer? Absolutely. It's pitiful, it really is. Um, okay, so guess who? The famous person of the week is none other than... Super Dan. Who is none other than... Lynn Dan. Lynn Oh, give her the tissues, Anthony. Give her the tissues. I'm the worst. I'm so sorry, China. I love you. (laughs) Lynn Dan. And I tell you something, Cara, all of our special guests that leave our studios say to us they'll never, ever forget that famous person ever again. Never. (laughs) I've learned my lesson. Okay. Shamed. (laughs) It's just a game. Um, Okay, so it's time for China Jedi Plug Time. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. So, plug time, where we promote something good in our community, local community around Guangdong, perhaps, or China. Um, Who's going to start today with a plug? Anthony, plug away. I have no plug today. You're plugless. Absolutely plugless. And capless. Indeed. And crutchless, if that's a word. <laughs> crutchless. Okay. Um, crutchless. I was like, oh man. Sorry, you've got a high five. Here we go again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> crutchless Anthony. <laughs> oh, that's going to stick. I'll remember that. Oh, great. <laughs> Okay, so um, my plug um, for this week is, um, it's got to be the K2 Fit program, I'm sorry to be a cheese ball, but it's a wonderful thing, Um, you're helping a lot of people um, become, make healthier life choices, put years onto their life I'm sure later on, we don't think about that now, and you know I'm in the health and wellness industry as you know, and anyone that's doing great things like like you, I fully support and respect after you. So congratulations for doing Thank it. And you. I wish you all the best. And I hope Thank you do you so loads much. and loads and loads more. Yes, yeah. definitely. So K2Fit people out there or K-non-2Fit people, please check it out. What's your website? K2FitChallenge.com. K2Fit. Or K2-Fit.com. Okay, K2-K2FitChallenge.com. But K2FitChallenge.com is our main. Okay, yeah. perfect. Please check that website out. It's fantastic. Um, Cara, anything to promote? Uh, quickly, you, this is you can promote yourself. Anything you're doing, it's, this is your, your um, chance. I think you've promoted me enough. Thank you so much. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things. Um, one of my, I don't know, I don't know if I call her a mentor, but someone I look up to is a world champion boxer, Michelle Aboro. She's okay. up in Shanghai, though. Okay. Like, plug Shanghai. That's yeah, fine. she does um, boxing for kids. She does charity work. She does a lot of things for the community and is building up there. And I really respect her. Fantastic. So again, her name is? Michelle Aboro. Michelle Aboro, brilliant. Um, check her out on Google, I suppose we could do. Can we have Baidu? Yeah, boroacademy.com, I think. Okay, Boro Academy. Listen, Cara, it's been wonderful having you in. I've got to go now to the gym and do some fitness. You better. Um, you have a good trip back to Guangzhou. Um, yeah, thanks, Thank Cara. You. Thank awesome you so much, you. guys. Yeah, absolutely, and all the best of success. Now, listeners, as always, we finish with an original piece of music. It is the Last Emperor song. Today, we're going to be playing from a group called the Dim Sums, a local band. The song is called South China Seas. It's written and sung by Rebecca Reel. She's accompanied by Darren Mullins on rhythm guitar and Aaron Richards on slide guitar and shaker. The song is about being a teacher at Beijing Normal University in China. South China Seas by the Dim Sums. This is China Jedi, people.
I'm sitting here watching the clouds go by from my treehouse way up high. It's so hot I can't even move, and I really want to jump in the swimming pool. There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. Through the countryside, I ride my bike. I'm dodging roosters left and right. With no helmet, I'm feeling free as I pedal through the rice paddy. There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. On Friday afternoon, I head to the gym. It's time for badminton with my Chinese friends. I hit it high and I hit it low until I injured my elbow. There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. On Saturday, he rolls around. We jump in the taxi and head to town. The smoke is blowing and the booze is flowing, but does anybody know where we're going? There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. On Sunday afternoon at Uncle Mike's, the tunes are blaring. I'm feeling alright. On the balcony, there's a dancing IE as we're drinking acai. There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. Head to class, I live across the street, so I get there fast. All of my students look the same, and I barely even know their first name. There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. Well, I'm still watching the clouds go by from my treehouse way up high. How much longer will I stay until the crazies drive me away? There's no place that I'd rather be than living here on the South China Sea. Thank you for listening to the China Jedi podcast, Shining Humor, Love and Light on Chinese Life. May the smile be with you.